The American naturalist and philosopher Henry David Thoreau once said, Many people go fishing all their lives without knowing it's not the fish they're after. When I think about that quote down by the Rye River here in Kildare, it kind of makes sense to me. The peacefulness of the surroundings, the sounds of the water, the wind, the stillness of anglers standing in the river, the salmon, trout and pike swimming below. The Rye is home to many fish and many anglers, so today we're going to look at the importance of the waterways for everyone. I'm Liam Garrity, and this is Stories from the Rye. This time of the year now you're beginning to see the, the plants coming along. The first flower you get to see now is a small little a small little member of the buttercup family, a thing called a celandine. It's like a like a buttercup, only it has eight petals rather than six and it has leaves like heart shapes. The mission of Inland Fisheries Ireland aims to protect, manage and conserve our inland fisheries and sea angling resources and to maximise their sustainability and natural biodiversity. So who better to talk to about the rye and its importance than Fergal Caffrey? Right, well I'm Fergal Caffrey. I'm an assistant inspector with Inland Fisheries Ireland. I'm based in City West. We cover the rivers in Dublin, Wicklow and North Kildare. So the rye water is part of the Liffey catchment, so we cover the rye water. So just what is Inland Fisheries? Well, we're the statutory organisation responsible for actual salmonids and other species in our waters. We cover all inland waters and then we have a remit of coastal areas as well, estuaries and and such like. So we'd be covering bass and we have bass legislation. We have legislation to do with trout and salmon and coarse fish, pike, roach and perch. So it's pretty much to conserve those species as best we can. A typical day for Fergal? Well, there really isn't one. We're out in the rivers pretty much, so we're field officers, so we're out and about and we're either, like this time of year, we'd be checking reds to see if fish have spawned. So on the rye water, we'd have brown trout and we'd have salmon, so we'd be checking what the spawning was like this season. Also, like we'd be checking the canals, we'd be checking for guys fishing and uh, just interacting with, with people from that respect. We have a broad remit and we're out and about most days, Liam, just checking on rivers, the pollution as well and all that sort of stuff. So, Fergal, what is the importance of the waterways? Well, they're extremely important, like from even from like a human point of view for, you know, it's great to have them. And we they're a resource, you know, to use from water abstraction point of view, from a hydroelectric point of view. So they give us so much. So it's it's very important that we don't abuse them and that we make sure that they're in a healthy situation vis-a-vis water quality and and also habitat. So it's very important that we don't really crowd rivers. We, we leave them natural as, as possible and we enjoy the amenity that they provide. We seem to have collectively gotten our act together in looking after our waterways. Do you think we took them for granted in the past? 
Um, well, I think we're, we're actually coming full circle, to be quite honest, Liam. I think in the past we abused them to a degree. You know, we kind of were using them for, for dams and for obviously throughout the last hundred years or stuff like, you know, we used them for making electricity and mills and stuff like that. So we have used them and we're kind of beginning to appreciate them now much better. Fergal says the rye is one of the biggest tributaries of the River Liffey. So it's extremely important in the fact that Obviously, the River Liffey goes into a capital city and there's a lot of pressures on it. So the rye water is really extremely important from a fishery point of view. It has very good brown trout stocks. It has good spawning for salmon as well. And it's extremely important because the Liffey is impacted by different barriers and stuff. So salmon use the, the rye water as a spawning area. So it's, it's extremely important. Well, on the rye water, we would, this time of year, we'd be checking for spawning because fish spawn kind of December, November, December and early January time. So we'd be checking that this time of year. In the summertime, we'd be carrying out surveys, electrofishing surveys, just to see what stocks are like, just to see if there's good numbers of salmon fry and brown trout fry and just general checking the river. And there's guys fishing the river. We might have a chat with them. Like the the rye water anglers are very good. Their leak slip anglers keep an eye on the river from that point of view. If there's anybody, let's say, illegal fishing or, you know, uh, fishing without a license or a permit. But we'd help them out as well from that point of view. Aidan Crean is chairperson of the local angling club, the Leak Slip and District Anglers Association. I also sit on the environmental subcommittee in Intel, the Friends of the Rye Water deeply interested, as are all the lads in the club, in preserving the river and looking after it as well as preserving the fishing therein. Aidan says the rye played a part in the lives of almost everyone in the surrounding communities. Almost every kid in Leakslip, back over the generations, would tell you they learned to swim in the two swimming holes that were in the rye water, in Lennon's pool at the back of Intel, and the big the big sinkhole at the back of Dunkarik in the middle of Leakslip village. Something that, unfortunately, in a different era, doesn't take place anymore. People have either gotten more frightened or the litigious nature of society stop anything that people deem to be in any way dangerous. But it's fantastic to see every child in, in leagues of years ago would spend their summer swimming in that river. Water quality then over years in every river, people got frightened of when you're listening to cryptosporidium infections in various rivers all around the country and people just got afraid of rivers you know which was which is a shame you know they're fantastic the rye is been through leaks but it's provided it has provided fun and food for that village for from from its inception you know My, my connection with the river was almost ex, ex, is almost exclusively angling, and I remember as a kid being brought by my uncle who lived in Connie over to it. As it's one of the finest rivers in the trout rivers in the country for something that's so small and comes through three major urban centres. It's remarkable that the size of trout it could and can produce. Salmon, Dr. Ken Whelan of the Marine Institute would have, in his book, would mention the rye as the place where he caught his first salmon ever in his life. The rye has always been a significant trout angling river. 
years gone by before arterial drainage would have also been a salmon river. It was said years ago that people in Leeksa would, would give you a salmon for a pound of mince, mince beef. They were that fed up eating fish. <laughs> the, the, the runs in those years were so prolific and so easy to harness. Like the Leeksa and District Association, we were basically formed in 1990, and it was actually formed by a group of salmon anglers on the Liffey to try and protect the salmon in the middle of the village, which we saw as being under threat at the time of being closed. It quickly morphed into a club encompassing the Rye, the river, the river Rye, or Rye Water, whichever title you want to give it. And a significant meeting at the time, we were a small group of anglers, actually 11 people, including myself, set up the club in that year. And the following year, we made the acquaintance of Amanda born and reared in Leeks of Jim Carroll, who single-handedly took on the protection of that river on his own belt for his entire life. He absolutely lived the river. He got his his court-appointed waterkeeper papers, which allowed him basically the same access as IFI fisheries officers are close enough to it to protect and investigate pollution, poaching incidents. But he operated almost as a one-man band for 30, 40 years. And then when we joined together and formed the club and he had support and help, Jim unfortunately passed away a little over a year ago. But his legacy lives on because without that man, I think that the river could possibly have died. And Intel came on the scene, and we, I think, as a club, were probably the first local body, or one of the few, one of the very first, to engage and 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 form a relationship with the man, which has, which has, which has been progressed ever since. It's been absolutely fantastic, despite the obvious harbingers of doom and gloom. Was oh God, that could kill the river. Far from it. It has it has enhanced, and Intel's input into re-enhancement and care of the river has been absolutely significant. And the that environmental subcommittee that I mentioned, the Friends of the, of the Rye Water, which includes all the interested stakeholders, including IFI, county councils, um, Carton Estate, local resident associations, the Anglican Club, is significant in keeping the emphasis on that a river that could largely have been forgotten, but hasn't been. And in recent, the most recent water quality results will be very promising. Constantly under threat, as you could understand, from any river that runs through large urbanizations, and certainly Kilcock, Minute and Leeks have exploded and are continuing to explode in the last number of years. For Aidan, the quote by Henry David Thoreau that I mentioned at the start holds some resonance. Oh, well, the, the, the peace and solitude, and you may go fishing with somebody as a fishing partner, but when you get into that river and move apart, you fish on your own. You're you're absolutely at one with nature, and particularly, it's amazing that you're beside. You're in the middle. Of, you can be in the middle of Leeks Village. You can't see a thing when you're down the river, other than bankside vegetation, and you're you're hidden and right even up to the back of Intel on up into Cactus State and all the way up through when it gets into rural areas. You're just or any river or any lake in the country. You're just in. You're in, and if you're in it, nature. You're one with nature, and if, you're, if your interest 
as mine is, and a lot of people would be that are interested, they just love nature. There are there are a certain cohort in angling and any other sport who just want to catch fish, but they would be absolutely the minimum. The enjoyment of your surroundings, your environment, uh, it's just, it's just, it's hard to describe how the the therapy of running, the sound of running water, is just I find, and a lot of people would find amazing, you know. Back with Fergal Caffrey of Inland Fisheries Ireland, I wondered how good at angling he was. Hey, I'm a pretty poor angler, to be quite honest. I, I have a fly rod and I have a spinning rod. I get out every so often, but I wouldn't uh, insult other anglers by calling myself an angler. No, I'm afraid not. Fergal, what's the biggest threat to our waterways, or is it any one thing? I don't think it's any one thing. I think water quality is always kind of a constant, really, that, that it's always, you know, pollution and it's always there, thereabouts, you know, so there, it's always under threat from that point of view, seeing as like, you know, the fact that the rivers are kind of interact with humans and humans interact with rivers, that's going to be, a, you know, that's always going to be a problem. And habitat as well, like, as I mentioned, rivers really need a good riparian zone, it's called. It's, they need a kind of a buffer between man-made structures and a river so like you know you can have your you can have your wildlife corridors which are important so those two main things i think water quality and actual uh, river habitat are, are extremely important i think the best thing you can do with a river really is leave it alone to many respects and just give it a bit of space and i see a lot of let's say development works throughout our region that are kind of encroaching on the river and not the rye water specifically but in general and like I think the best thing you can do with a lot of rivers and a lot of wildlife is just leave it to its own device I think that's important on the rye water as well just give it a good riparian zone leave it to its its own device as I said in looking after our waterways Fergal says partnership with industry is important if a business wanted to help a river out, let's put it that way, or wanted to do something positive towards fresh water or a river, we would definitely be interested to make sure that development is done right. Well, our journey along the Rye has come to an end. We've heard about its rich history, how biologists monitor the river. We've heard of the wildlife who call the river home and why we all need to play our part in making sure the Rye has a long life for generations to come. Stories from the Rye is proudly produced by Intel Ireland. Today, I'll leave angler Aidan Crean with the last word. I'm 58 years of age. I fished from the time I was 10 on the local canal here, the Royal Canal. And at that time, there was little or no fishing. It hadn't been developed as it is today. And it was so easy for us to catch fish that I actually gave up because it became too easy. But I was also heavily involved in, in, in sports, uh, Gaelic football, hurling. That took my time. And then I met my wife in 1987. And the first time, the second time I was actually in her house. Her brother was going fishing. I said, God, I haven't fished in years. And he gave me a rod and we walked down the right. And I caught a fish with my first cast after about eight years not having had a rod in my hand. So that I was rehooked. That's simple as that. And I have not stopped things. It's a, it's a passion, particularly fly fishing. I, 
absolutely adored it. Um, and there's people ask me, is that an elitist thing? Do you fly fish because it's the finest way of fishing? I said, absolutely not. No, it's just the most enjoyable way of catching nothing that I know because 99% of your fishing time is spent catching nothing. Fly fishing is a great and more enjoyable way to catch nothing. <laughs> Thank you.